We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in. But why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parm. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCrady. I deserve to be on TV. Welcome in. Monday edition, Oxford Exxon podcast. Chase Parm, Neil McCrady, Clark Ford Studio here this uh, morning. Starting another week, Ole Miss basketball losing to... Uh, Vanderbilt by three points on Saturday in Nashville. We'll talk about that a little bit. Got some college football notes around uh, around the country. Texas and Oklahoma might be stuck with uh, the Big 12 and UCF and BYU and all those teams a little longer than they wanted or expected as uh, as well. The Jaden Rashada contract from the University of Florida is out there. A really good deep dive by The Athletic this morning on that so there's news as always there is uh there's news so uh we'll get through all of it here with you oxford exxon highway six west in oxford you know by now lunch specials ribs side items hot case desserts and much more there for you the lunch specials change every single day you can go next door to the oxford crystal they've got the uh the sunriser the combo they're using the bigger sausage now all jokes aside it's a better value it's more food for you they can get just the combo or just the sandwich, two ninety nine, five ninety nine, depending on what it, whichever it is you want there at the Oxford Crystal. And again, the Oxford Exxon, and coming to you from the Clark Ford Studio. Clark Ford's in Amory, Mississippi, 662-257-1900 is that number. Call it. Ask for Corey Clark. Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He'll send you a quote within 15 minutes in business hours right to the bottom line. There's no hassle, no haggle. You get your quote. The rest completely up to you. You can shop that quote around. You can do what I've done. What I recommend that you do, and that's hop into a Clark Ford today, 662-257-1900. Guest will join this week on the um, MyPerfectFranchise.net hotline. If you're a displaced corporate executive, you're wanting to put your career in your own hands, maybe you're an experienced entrepreneur wanting to diversify, Andy Ludicky can help. Uh, he owns multiple franchises and businesses. He uses his expertise to help others find their American dream through a very thorough and free consultation process. So call Andy and put your life and career in your own hands. It's 100% free. You've got nothing to lose. Find your perfect franchise at myperfectfranchise.net or contact Andy anytime at andy at myperfectfranchise.net or 404-973-9901. So I mentioned... Um 
in the open there. Again, Ole Miss losing to Vanderbilt, 74-71. Rebels now at 1-9. Neil, is that right? In the, uh, in the that is SEC correct. at this point. Next game is when and whom? Tomorrow at 6 at Georgia. At Georgia tomorrow. So Mike White, Ole Miss tomorrow there in Athens. The most compelling part of uh, the game Saturday was, frankly, in Las Vegas as Ole Miss was down like 10 with maybe three minutes to go, something like that. And they did come back. They down they, five with one second That's where to I was go. going, yes. They get the ball back. They throw up a uh, a shot. It misses everything. Breakfield does sort of this reverse layup thing. Literally at the buzzer, that cuts the lead from five to three, which turned Ole Miss into a uh, a winner from a cover standpoint. So uh, it's been a bit of a, a running thing uh, around the message boards, around the Ole Miss fan base. That Ole Miss has not covered very many games. A lot of people have been betting against Ole Miss, frankly, this SEC conference season. Yep. Um, I was not watching the end of the game, but my phone blew up with – reactions to the uh the cover at that point when it went from five to three so oh, i was watching the game um my phone did not blow up which is not surprising um hey you went out friday i did you hung I out did. i did was i was busy uh was there people out there were people i didn't know anybody um i sat by myself for about an hour and 15 minutes had lunch had a beer read about the cincinnati Bengals, then left it was nice what beer joe uh bell's too hearted you like that one? No, oh, it's you great. Stuck with that one for a while now. It's great. So if it's on draft, it's just fantastic. How often do you try new ones to test them out, or when you know there's uh, one frequently. that's like fairly normal, you go, "Hey, no, I'll just take what I know I like." Frequently, yeah. I, mean, I, I yeah. try new ones all the time. I, I eat lots of different beers. That's part of my problem. <laughs> I mean, like, Pilsner, yeah, L, yeah, yeah IPA, I mean, I, yeah, I, sure. I generally like sours. Okay, cool. I generally like most everything. As it pertains to beer. I mean, I like some things more than others, but, but yeah, no, I was went and, went and sat by myself. Anyway, I cut my, you off. Go ahead. That was, you were my, watching the that was my outing yeah. in Oxford. for that'll, that'll carry me to like August. Yeah. Um, it, it, it was a good, it, it actually was a good game. I was, if I'm to, being totally frank here with our, sure. our, our public, I, I had existential dread that morning about the game. Um, two bad teams, frankly. Um, I've watched Vanderbilt enough to know that sometimes they're a little entertaining. They're, they've got the big, uh, I can't think of his name right now, who's I think will be a second-round NBA draft choice. Someone will give him an opportunity. He'll play some G League. He's, oh, really? He's got, a, he's got some skills. He's, he's When healthy, he's, he's one of the more skilled bigs in, in the league. I figured he would give Ole Miss fits. He did. He was the difference in the game. Um, and I just kind of thought, I keep waiting for Ole Miss – to kind of go through the motions in a game and just get whacked. They don't. And they don't. They play hard. Um, they actually were a fairly, by their standards, they were fairly efficient offensively against uh, against Vanderbilt. They missed some shots. Uh, Vanderbilt went on a run, and I thought, well, that's it. They're, they're down 10. They're going to lose by 14. And they came back, and they made it interesting, sort of, in the, in the final minute. But... When a team goes on a run, they have a hard time keeping up with that run. And so it's the story of their season, period. There's not enough talent offensively to yeah. return the run. And I wrote about this in Ten Thoughts. There was a there was a there's a couple of things that people keep doing. Like and I'm not making fun of anybody. I'm really not. You write what you want to write. But like I think it was Red Cup Rebellion wrote that I know it was. They wrote that it's 
he's recruited great, that it's all him. And recruited great. That that shows me that A, your fandom is taking over, and B, you're not watching the other games. Like you if you want to be an informed fan, you have to watch the other teams in the league when they're not playing your team. You have to. Otherwise, you can't be informed. I think it was one of the reasons that I actually ended up being able to be fairly decent with college baseball stuff last year was I made myself like Texas A&M and Tennessee would be playing and I made myself watch because if you're just watching Ole Miss, yeah, whether you're just dispassionate about it or whether you're in love with them, you're going to watch everything emotionally. And if you watch everything emotionally, you, 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 you're not going to have as well-rounded an education about the teams that your team plays against that you just aren't, you don't see the warts. You don't see the yeah the yeah. positives and negatives. You, yeah. don't, you don't go oh well no that's a different deal. You don't have comparative skills. Yes. If you just watch, if the only time you watch Texas A and M is when they play Ole Miss, well you're not going to have a very good worldview of Texas A and M. Just the way it is. If you turn around and watch Texas A and M when they play LSU and then when they play Kentucky, well now you'll start having a better feel for what they are. And so I've done that with SEC basketball. I've watched every single team, more than I want to watch some of them. Some, some of them are kind of fun to watch. Alabama's fun to watch. Auburn's fun to watch. Um, Georgia, not so fun to watch. Um, Vanderbilt can be a slog to watch. Mississippi State's not fun to watch. But I've watched them all, and Ole Miss is still talent. Chase, it's, it's not, we make this so complicated. They're not, just not very talented. Their margin for error is so thin. It's just razor thin. And so when a team goes on a run, they can't answer it because they don't have the, the personnel to answer it. There's no, I mean, there's no Brandon Miller on this team. There's no Wendell Green on this team. There's just nobody who can just go get you points. There's no Ricky Council the fourth on this team. There's just nobody who can go get you a bucket when you need a bucket. And a lot of the other teams, especially the teams at the top in the SEC that are on the – even Missouri, Kobe Brown, Mm -hmm. he can go get you a bucket. Tennessee's got guys who can go get you a bucket. And they lock you down so much defensively that they don't even have to have many buckets. They proved it on on Saturday. They scored 46 points and won a game. Um, That's their problem. It's not – it, it it's not it, it's not coaching style. It's it's the, some of that. They're, they're, obviously, Ole Miss is not a fun team to watch. They they don't get up and down. They they they're not. But I didn't think offensively they played a bad game Saturday. They just have dudes who don't get buckets. They run plays that that when they they're executing their offense, and they're getting open looks. They're just missing the shots. That's who they are. Whoever comes in has to recruit better. Period. Somebody mentioned the recruiting rankings in the thread. Well, the, the the problem with that is that it's it's freshman. UN doesn't exist right now from a from a roster standpoint. Abram looks like a freshman, and this next class doesn't. I mean, frankly, it's not going to matter for Kermit at least. Um, right. So it it it's having no impact on the court because they aren't here. So you don't know what that what that looks right. like. And then you know it's 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 the same that we're talking about. I'm trying not to beat a bunch of dead horses. Is 
the portal, the in versus out, has just been a travesty at this point with what they've done other places compared to what the guys who have come here have done here. He talked about, you know, Mbala's been hurt. It's true. He talked about how that was, you know, the big centerpiece of their class last year, and he hasn't really been impactful. McKinnis has been, frankly, better than I thought he would be. Yeah. But he gets exposed against quality bigs because he's just limited. It's not a criticism of the kid. He plays really hard. Yeah. Miles Burns plays hard. Burns is a good defender. Yeah. He does the one thing you thought he was going to do. He does that. He's a good defender, and he'll go get you some some. When I say this, I don't mean this in a negative way. He'll go get you some trash points. Yeah. He'll go get you some trash rebounds. He'll go get the tough rebound. He'll stand and take a charge. But he's not gonna get you a, he's not gonna go get you a bucket in the clutch. Fagan's been non existent this year. They just they just don't have anything. And look And there's he, no there's there's no Deshaun Ruffin. Uh Morell's I thought Matt played okay. It was his first game but back. But he hasn't taken that step, which is where the development part does come in. Because Matthew Morell's a talented player. Yeah, and Kermit... And he hasn't taken that step. He, he said it after the game. You know, if they're going to do anything, and they're not, it's over. If they're going to do anything, Matt's got to be a double-double guy. He's got to get in the 20s. got to get 20. I think Kermit's number was 22, 23 a night. And Matt just hasn't done that consistently. That's a lot to ask of, of a player. He just hadn't made that step. His game hasn't taken that jump. And I don't... At this point, they're one and nine. So, look, press conferences and what you got to say. Kermit's just trying to get through them. There's nothing you can say. It is what it is, and everybody knows it. And I'm not holding that against him. The problem he has, though, from a any type of benefit of the doubt on any level, is when you do the Imbala thing. Same exact things he was saying about Robert Allen last year. Right. And Robert Allen isn't even playing this year. So it's 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 just the low hanging fruit that you can sure. grab to make a you know I hate using the word excuse, but it's kind of where it fits right it's, now. And it's, it's what it's, it feels like. Yeah. And again, I'm not holding a press conference against him. That's irrelevant. No. Thing. He's getting through press conferences. I right. Mean, if you're if you're really hung up on what Kermit says in a press conference, you're looking the wrong direction. Well, God bless you at that point. Yeah, that's not where the issues lie or don't you, lie. You have here. less of a social life at that point than I do. So go go help yourself. Um, and they have no depth. Which so, is where the recruiting So it's players. Out. Yes, it's all players. It's players. Yeah. And so when when someone goes, they're recruited great. No, they haven't. Here's what's interesting. Though. I mean, it just it's it's it's, a, it's an idiotic thing to say. No offense. It just it it's <laughs> no it's just dumb. No offense, but you're a <laughs> well. I mean, it just you show me what you when you write that you show me I'm emotional. So here's what's fascinating though is one of the valid things from people who really know basketball to the person who just goes to the games and enjoys the popcorn is that the team looks. Like they have a lack of confidence. He pulls a lot of guys when they make mistakes or take bad shots. That's sort of been that's mm-hmm. been a hallmark of his tenure, frankly. Um, you know, early on when they were winning, there was a certain, you know, some of the fans really thought that was, hey, you're coaching harder than AK did because Andy was so much more lax and whatever. And it's, hey, get them out of there. They made a mistake. But what happens over time is they start looking over their shoulder every time you make a mistake and there's no positive reinforcement and all this kind of stuff with it. So in a micro level, they look like they're struggling in those ways, but then they don't quit on a macro level of playing for him. It's a fascinating juxtaposition that I don't really understand completely. He gets a credit on the macro level for them not giving up. Sure. But that they seem to play very skittish during the course of the game because of his coaching. And it was weird Saturday. 
that was maybe it was because he, the sidelines at Vanderbilt are on the baselines. Yeah, you didn't see as much of that. Mm-hmm. They played with a little more flow. There were some substitutions that you're like, what are you doing? Why? Like, it took Akuba out at one point. I thought he was playing really well. Maybe he asked out. I don't yeah, know. Sure. You know who knows? I wasn't there, so you, it's hard to judge stuff like that. Yeah. But look, man. I mean, you're counting on two freshman guards. Actually played okay. I mean, whoever the next guy is, he's got to decide quickly. He's got to go. He's got to go scout his current, his new roster, decide what he wants on it. I assume he's got to go recruit those guys that have committed or signed or whatever. I'm, I'm, I'm guessing some of those guys will ask out of their um, nils, no nlis. N L I N L I. Nice. We should get back to just calling it L O I, letter of intent, yeah. to avoid the N I L N L I issue. And if they ask out, Ole Miss will let them out because that's what you do with coaching exchanges. Um, but then he's just got to figure it out. Whoever comes in, got to figure out a way to get better players. That was my point in 10 Thoughts when everybody wants to just blame Kermit, 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 Kermit. That's fine. But the moment that it's over, whether it's March the 8th or the 9th or if they somehow get to the 10th, 11th. Yeah. I mean, if they get to the 11th, I mean, I'm going to tell you what, we're, we're going to do an emergency podcast where I'm like, this is, this is a miracle. <laughs> I mean, get your affairs in order. <laughs> I mean, there's sometimes you just see something like, Oh, this is a sign. Um, whenever it is the moment that it's not him anymore, you can stop blaming him. Got to figure out how do you, how do you bring someone in who can get more better players? Because it's that simple. It is about players. Who's got more better players? Nate Oates is a hell of a good basketball coach, but he's not winning in this league week in and week out because he's Xing and Oing you to death. He's not scheming you Look, to death. Will Wade is a popular name around the Ole Miss fan base, not because he just chalkboards the shit out of you. That's not why Will Wade is his name is around this place. And I'm gonna give you a Will Wade hot take here. And I don't even know how hot take it is. His IARP or whatever it's called, yeah. Hearing is today in Dallas. Okay. It will be over by Wednesday. There's a growing sense among some people, and I don't know where this is coming from, and I can't speak to this with any degree of authority. Okay? Sure. But there's a growing sense among college athletics, administrative coaches type people that this IARP thing, it makes me feel like the AARP. Yeah, I'm struggling with that a little bit. IARP, which is the NCAA's little wing to quickly adjudicate these cases, and they haven't gone quickly. There was always this sense that they were going to start hammering people. Chase, they've yet to hammer anyone. And there's kind of a sense that Will Wade might not get hammered. And if Will Wade doesn't get hammered, he's got to be up at the top of your list. Because Will Wade does know how to recruit good players. Yeah. And I can tell you, beyond a shadow of any doubt, this part I'm, I am speaking educated, Will Wade would take the old Miss job. Happily. Motivated. I know source on that. He'd love to compete against LSU and Alabama and the others again. And he's – go check his track record. He wins more than he loses. I mean, go take the LSU results 
from Will Wade and tell me if you did that at Ole Miss that people wouldn't oh most everybody sign up yeah you get some losses get some wins I went to the tournament won some in the tournament I mean February basketball in Baton Rouge was meaningful Ole Miss plays South Carolina Saturday at noon do they I think I mean, go check that out and tell me you wouldn't sign up. It's interesting. What's interesting? I mean, he, listen, his name is an interesting name. I was told yesterday there's a sense that it might get done one way or the other, whether he gets a show cause or not. Again, I don't know. I can't speak to that with any degree of authority, but that the decision might get done by the Final Four, which is that first weekend of April. And, if you're Keith Carter, God Almighty, you'd have to sit. You might have to think about waiting for that. While we're discussing uh, coaches with baggage, one thing from hand raised guys on Thursday, if you guys didn't listen, was Kellenberger was talking about how uh, Beard's next court date is March first, right. and then it could even be a little longer after that to know exactly what's going to happen from a charges standpoint. And you cannot move forward on him without knowing exactly what's going on in the federal, in the, in the, sorry, in the, uh, in the system. Yeah. So unless he's walking into that courtroom on March 1st and the judge is dismissing the case, that starts to go out the window. Yeah. And I don't know that you can do it anyway. I mean, again, for any go listen if you'd like. He talks a lot about Beard, a lot about some other guys that I had never heard their names before, frankly, because I'm not about college basketball guy. Um, but he believes Beard reemerges in 24 at a smaller school and does a Hugh Freeze thing before he gets back. Makes sense. I does a couple it. years at a Southland or somewhere and I then comes it. back up for another job. Sure, I get it. He thought there were a lot of parallels between Hugh and Beard. In path, guys. Um, in path, guys. I'm letting you. I'm letting you train. You look like you that. had a thought. No, I was. I, mean, I, I was. Have, I was waiting a minute just no, in case you I decided. Lots, to, I have uh, lots of thoughts, but nope. Your 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 lip was twitching, so I was no, just just in case. I get some funny texts and All right. messages sometimes. Okay. Speaking, I don't know. Your national champions back for another side of the year of Ole Miss baseball. Show your support for their efforts on the field this season by signing up for the Pledge Per Win, Pledge Per Home Run campaigns. Donations are charged every Monday. They're allocated into your blue priority point total and are up to 90% tax deductible. Sign up today by visiting give to athletics.com slash donate or call the Ole Miss Athletics Foundation at 662-915-7159. And then a quick reminder, tickets still available through morganwallen.com for the Saturday and Sunday, the LSU weekend in late April. Vault Hemingway Stadium, again, two concerts. Tickets as low as, I think, $78 one day, $98 the next day. So, again, to get those tickets, morganwallen.com. Did you know Dead Soxy makes custom socks for companies and organizations? Dead Soxy custom socks make incredible promotional gifts, giveaways, and are also great for fundraisers. Custom socks just might be the best promotional product you've never tried. Think about it. Every person you know wears socks every day. And they wear their favorite pairs a lot. Why not take advantage of this knowledge? Take fundraising or branding to a whole new level. The minimum order is only 100 pairs of the same style. Lead time is six to eight weeks. Right now, every custom order is $100 off. So get your project started now. DeadSoxy.com backslash custom to check out what they do with custom socks. Walk-On's Sports Bistro puts everything they've got into bringing you game day with the taste of Louisiana. Dig into their mouth-watering. Made from scratch, Louisiana Cuisine. 
po' boys gumbo voodoo shrimp plus fan favorites like juicy burgers, fresh salads, all in front of 70-plus TVs, 40-plus ice-cold beers on tap. Visit Walk-Ons today in Oxford or Ridgeland. The College Corner is your one-stop Rebel Shop, two locations in the Jackson area. Um, in Ridgeland, it's next to Fleet Feet. In Flowood, it's next to Half Shell. If you don't live in Jackson, just go to collegecornerstore.com. Plus, you can find them on Facebook and Instagram with the largest selection of Rebel gear in central Mississippi. Chase mentioned hand raise, guys. It's brought to you each and every Thursday night by Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating, different names, same great products and services. If you live in Oxford, Batesville, Tupelo, or the surrounding area, call Comer, 662-801-1777. If you live in Hernando, Memphis, or the surrounding areas, call Southern, 662-429-4429. And we're brought to you by A-Stock Auctions. It's a Nashville-based online auction company with the mission to provide customers the power to name their price. All items at A-Stock Auctions start at just $1. That's right. Every item starts at just $1. So shop now at astock.bid or download their app. Name your price on thousands of items from big-name retailers. A-Stock Auctions has multiple locations around Nashville that offer local pickups. So don't miss out. If you want it, bid it, win it. Guys, we're in Valentine's Day is just around the corner. Get that special lady something she'll love. It's Style Assembly, Women's Boutique on the Square, offering clothes, shoes, purses, jewelry, sunglasses, and more. Now, all women aren't built the same, so they carry sizes ranging from extra small to 2XL. Also know that all budgets aren't the same either. They offer a variety of price points, and ladies can create a wish list in the store or over the phone that's left on file. Then guys can call or stop by to pick something off the list that she's guaranteed to love. It's a win-win. She's living to wrap it up, have it ready and waiting on you. They sell gift cards to take the guesswork out of buying. If you're not in Oxford, it's no problem. They ship. Simply call or DM to place an order. 203 North Lamar next to Blind Pig or call the store 662-638-3163. Ask for Kate, the owner, and she'll personally help you out there at Style Assembly. Did you um, read through this Rashada thing a little bit? I did. I, I knew. Obviously knew, knew most of it. I knew but, most of it. It made you sympathetic to the kid a little bit. Did me. In a couple ways. One, um, Ole Miss only mentioned a couple times in it just from a visit standpoint, talking about that he announced those visits on Twitter and all that kind of stuff. Mentioned a couple of coaches who pulled their offer after his weekend. Mm -hmm. I know one of those. Yeah. So, again, it's a deep dive. Go read it. I think it's behind a paywall, but at this point, you we get enough over the course of a year from them, especially if you like pro sports. Um, again, not a lot of stuff we didn't know. He had he'd become the most notable name in the class because of NIL conversations from pretty much the very beginning. A lot of Miami, then Ole Miss, you know, all that stuff. So Florida signs him to a deal, and remember, as always, it's what's I mentioned this on I did a show with Brian for his podcast today, so we'll get that on the network later. But it's what's one of the fascinating things that you and I didn't necessarily point out when we were talking about Lane's press conference on Wednesday, that in addition to nothing being binding, you have the oddity of these collectives announcing contracts that are not binding. You know, when Quinshawn Judkins re-signed with the Gorov Collective. It still did not prohibit him from doing whatever he wanted at that point. It was simply the number that he would make should he remain at Ole Miss. Sure. Tashim Johnson announced his contract extension and then left like four days later. I mean, it just mm -hmm. is the way this thing works. Yep. So point being, 
these contracts have all sorts of out clauses in them from every direction imaginable. Including you can just cancel it because you feel like it. Exactly. Yes. It's a lot like basically banning somebody on the message board because I'll get I'll get these emails and we ban people and they're like, hey, whatever. It's like, no, there's this clause that basically says if I get up on the wrong side of the bed, I can just decide you don't belong anymore. And sure. That's the, that's the end of it. Chance out there, wherever you are. Um, I think he was paying for like nine subscriptions there at one point because we had to start blocking like IP addresses. Remember? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. Yeah, he wanted to sue. Uh, that would have been superfluous and a waste. <laughs> would have really hated the Yahoo lawyer that had to come deal with that for like a week, wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so Rashad signed the NFL contract the day that like Florida was going to buzz and they were going to get him and all that stuff. And here's the details. Call for a $500,000 upfront payment. After that, his payments would increase from $250,000 a month as a freshman to $291,666.66 as a sophomore, $375,000 a month as a junior, rounded out with $195,833 monthly payments as a senior, so long as he fulfilled the following ob- obligations. And again, I mean... What's funny about these is they put these four-year deals in to make the number feel bigger, but none of these players are trying to stay anywhere four years. You know what I mean? There's almost like this expectation that doesn't even exist. But the obligations, residents in Gainesville, Florida, duh. at least one branded Twitter post and one branded Instagram post per month. It's a pretty heavy social media uh, package there he's got going. Up to eight fan engagement events per year. They can include in-person appearances, social media engagements, video conferences, or interviews. None would last longer than two hours and autograph up to only 15 pieces of merchandise per year. It's not a bad gig. It's a really good gig. I'd sign it's up, a, it's I'd a, sign a, up it, for that gig. It's a hell of a gig. But here's the thing. Even the public part, I'd sign he up for that He signed gig. this the day that he committed or whatever he did. Yeah. And to me, this is evidence that we already knew, but it's just another brick on the foundation of the NCAA not pursuing this in any way because, by rule, this cannot be used to pay for play. It has to happen for current student athletes when they whatever. Mm-hmm. Isn't this the complete smoking gun if you wanted to just go get the school for using it as pay for play from that standpoint? Of course. I mean, it's literally sitting there in front of you. Of course, it's right there. It puts them in a weird spot where it's so public. Mm-hmm. Frankly, it causes this dereliction of duty by not doing it Mm -hmm. but yet i mean i have no anticipation that it's going to happen i don't see anything eyes closed no it's right there it's a contract literally a contract that they that is dated before he was a student athlete yes before he'd signed at tennessee nico whatever his name was he was doing appearances prior to Mm -hmm. It's why I told Tyler the other day when he went on his tirade, where he, I think, and frankly, Tyler's right. Everything Tyler said, I completely agree with. Ex- no one's going to do it. Except for the part that I don't think the NCAA is going to do it. People say, why not? Yeah, hell no. And I'm like, well, I just, the proverbial genie is completely out of the bottle. And to put the genie back in the bottle, to go grab her at the bar where she's hanging out with Prince Charling, Charming, drinking a Cosmo and stick her back in the bottle, you've got to be the mean guy. You're going to get... No, you're not going to be very popular. And you're going to come across, they're going to call you... What do we do? Every time they're going to call... The NCAA will be called racist. That's what they'll be called. They're, and they're not going to do this. They're not, they're not going to enforce rules. They're not going to go hammer Florida. 
I mean, they probably could go after Jaden Rashada's eligibility. They're not going to do it. And so it's just these are the new rules now. But the the cautionary tale to a kid is if the deal sounds too good to be true, it probably is. And they literally waited till two days before he was supposed to sign. And they yanked it. Do you believe this will impact Florida's recruiting because it's so public of a abandonment of what they were contractually going to do? Sure, to a degree. Every kid thinks they're the exception and they're going to get their money, though. I mean, here's the thing. It was just never meant to be like this. Although... But he was always going to be like this. I mean, like Lane said the other day, he's right. Anybody, if they would have just done a little homework, would have known it was going to get to this place. This was not what NIL was supposed to be. And what you just described is not NIL. That's pay for play. Yes. I mean, just enough appearances and stuff to go, hey, well, you know, I mean, he did sign 15 footballs and he did a couple of Zooms. He did. But, I mean... Yeah, but come on. That's that's a salary. Literally a salary. Monthly salary. Mm-hmm. It's a couple Instagram things thrown into basically what SMU was doing with their payroll back in the 80s. It's the exact same thing. Where their boosters kept the logs and paid it out every month and the whole deal. Yeah. Except the numbers were never that big back then. No. But, that you know, when they... You know, cars and whatnot. They were yeah, the start sure. with all that. Oh, yeah. I'm Payroll gonna... to meets the book if you ever feel like going back and finding out what's going to happen 40 years later. It's really well done. You feel sorry for him because of the people bit. around him? Yeah, I feel sorry for him because, like, this part about him when he goes to the Elite 11 thing and the, he's so stressed out and the ball's in the dirt and he just can't even function. I don't know. I mean, I live with a 16-year-old boy. There's there's a there's a certain degree of pressure that is too much for teenage boys. And that's too much. How's a 17, 18-year-old boy supposed to understand that kind of money? Well, he can't. And he's being counted on to supply it for all these other people and all this other stuff. Yeah, I mean, shame on all those people. I said that the other day. These handlers and stuff that handle these kids, they're the worst people on earth. And that's saying something because there's a lot of really shitty people on earth. They're the worst. They're awful. You just got your hooks in some kid because he can throw a ball. Kid from California and you're taking him all across the country because you want to see who the highest bidder will be. Yeah. I mean, I wrote about it the week before he came to Ole Miss because I thought it was just so compelling and it got lost in the whole Arkansas thing. His visit to Arkansas was fascinating from a recruiting standpoint. It was absolutely intriguing. Like, okay, he he, he, suddenly, he suddenly says he wants to go on an official visit to Arkansas and they frankly were sort of stunned. Like, really? Sure. But they were pretty far down the road with another quarterback that they were competing against UCF for. Yeah. And they bring him in for their spring game, and he hangs out with a bunch of guys that were committed to Arkansas or were about to commit to Arkansas and seemingly has a great time and starts telling people that he's really serious about it. And so by Saturday, 
of his official visit weekend, they're kind of starting to reconvene and go, now, what, what, is, what is the deal with this guy? And then he puts out that tweet that goes, let's talk business. <laughs> and so very carefully, I'm told, they sort of talked some business. And when they heard the numbers, they're like, we're out. Yeah, we are. No, no, we're good. Because they were kind of interested to see what's going to happen. Because they knew he was going to Ole Miss next, the next weekend for the Grove Bowl. They were kind of interested to see what's going to happen there. Like, can Ole Miss pay those prices? Because if Ole Miss can pay those prices, we're way behind. Yeah, we got a problem we, suddenly. We, we, yeah, we, yeah, we, yeah, yeah. You know, like they're looking at it going, we know we're behind Tennessee and Alabama and Georgia, but and we're, we're behind Ole Miss, but are we that far behind Ole Miss? Because if we are, we got to reevaluate the whole way we do this thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was where they were interested. And I was interested because he's coming to town. And to me, I'm like, okay, this is this real moment here. Like, is Ole Miss going to go $6 million for a quarterback? Because Ole Miss was freshly burned on the arch thing. They knew yeah, they weren't yeah. getting arch. This was a way to make that go away. Rashad is doing cars and dog photos and the whole weekend. I, and, uh, I thought it was absolutely fascinating. And at some point, Ole Miss taught business with him. Yeah, sure. Now, some Ole Miss people were like, no, we really didn't talk numbers. And I'll take their word for it. But you get a feel for something, right? I mean, you know, you get a feel on the first date whether there's a real chance for a second date or not. Yeah, sure. So it just kind of felt that was fascinating to me. And now you find out that this kid's just kind of getting shopped. I mean, did, he didn't want to go to Miami. He didn't like Miami. And yet he agrees to a $9.5 million deal that Miami said didn't exist. But I have to believe Rashada here that it probably did exist because he, he agreed to go there even though it really wasn't a place that he wanted to go. Be like, I mean, most people don't send their kids clear across the country to college. You know, I mean, like, Carson gets these letters sometimes. I'm not talking about my family before anybody loses their mind. I promise I'm not. He gets these letters sometime from like soccer programs in Oregon or something. And we just kind of laugh about it. Like he don't want to go to Oregon. He don't want to go that far away from home. I mean, he's seen his sisters go five and a half, six hours from home. And he's like, That's, I can see that. That's yeah, that, we're, Most kids are that you way. You can get back. It's all right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, you can see how that would work. But Jaden Rashada was from California. The Bay Area. Mm -hmm. Used to go to the Berkeley all the time to go visit the coaches there. That's where he was kind of comfortable. All of a sudden, he's going to go to Coral Gables? Of course it was for money. And the people that were shopping him, they, didn't, they weren't thinking about the kid. They were just thinking about the payday. They're cut. They're cut. That's what they were thinking about. The bigger the dollar, the higher their cut, the higher their commission. Screw the kid. And he is a kid. High school juniors are kids. If you don't believe me, go hang out with some high school juniors. And then come back and, and, and hang around some mature ones. And they're still kids. They're just kids. And if you drop millions of dollars in their laps and move them all the way across the country, it's probably not going to go super great. And there's just no damn common sense. With anything to do with college athletics in general. It's just stupid right now. It's all stupid. And so I know I'm old man yelling at the clouds, except I'm not. 
I'm not. I'm not old man yelling at the clouds. I'm just, I'm, I'm a realist. It's a recipe for stupidity right now, what we're doing with, with kids. This is not, this is dumb. It's dumb. You read about, you read that story about Jaden Rashad, and if you don't subscribe to The Athletic, it's probably worth subscribing. It's really good. But it humanizes Jaden Rashada. It does. I can tell you on his visit to Fayetteville from talking to people who are familiar with it, they liked him. They did not like some of the people around him. Right. And he's a nice kid. I spoke to him in Vegas. He's just a nice kid, man. He's a kid. He's a kid. And I get where people go, well, they're not kids anymore, except that they are. It's an interesting thought. Come back to that. Podcast brought to you in part by Prime Shrimp. PrimeShrimp.com. Seven different flavors available for you and a new offer for you last week or so. Continue to tell you about it. They're going to do 25% off orders of five pouches or more with code RG. That's RG code for 25% off orders of five pouches or more. Everything. You can mix them up. You can split them up. Everything from the signature to the New Orleans style barbecue. My new favorite to the uh, the mills in a bag, and much more. They also have their two-pound bags of individually frozen shrimp, a lot like what's at the grocery store, except a higher-quality shrimp from the New Orleans-based company. So code RG with PrimeShrimp.com. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. 
Uh, Solutions RX is a probiotic multivitamin supplement company created by Ole Miss Pharmacy alum Chris Cornelison. It's pharmaceutical grade, manufactured right here inside the U.S. Uh, under the high standards. They're based out of Iuka, Mississippi. I- I've been using some of their products now for, I don't know, going on a year. It's great. They have great stuff, whether you're taking um, prescription support to help you with uh, – kind of some of the side effects that can come with taking high blood pressure medicine or cholesterol medications, or uh, whether you're just taking some of the vitamins and supplements to help you feel better, help you uh, be able to uh, perform uh, mentally, physically. Uh, well, they've got all that stuff there. Go to solutionsrx.com. Use the promo code OEP at checkout. Get 10% off your first order. Again, that's solutionsrx.com. We mentioned my uh, 10 weekend thoughts. They're brought to you by Game Changer Patches. They're up at rebelgrove.com. The thoughts are not the patches. The uh, patches are the only two-patch system available in the market to stop hangovers before they start. The warm-up patch is used before or while you drink. The overtime patch is used after you've been drinking to recover while you sleep. The all-natural ingredients will keep you in the game, ready for the next place. Go to gamechangerpatch.com, promo code rebelgrove20 at checkout for 20% off your purchase. ACS is owned by my friend Clay McNutt in Baldwin, Mississippi. It's a complete electrical control system solution provider and a Rockwell automation recognized system integrator. ACS has a full-time dedicated emergency service and troubleshooting staff and a UL508A panel shop. To learn more about ACS, go to acsllcms.com or call 662-601-4381. Valentine's Day is a week from tomorrow so uh, if you're shopping for jewelry for your loved one check out Lamons Fine Jewelry 1126 North Lamar Boulevard in Oxford Lamons has been serving the Oxford area for 75 years engagement rings wedding rings fine jewelry watches pearls fashion jewelry children's jewelry collectibles and more Lamons it's the gold standard in fine jewelry visit them at LamonsFineJewelry.com or call them at 662-234-2777 and we're brought to you by Pinnacle. Pinnacle based in Jackson, Mississippi. They've got clients in uh, more than 20 states, advisors in multiple states. Founded in 1997, Pinnacle provides detailed, specialized investment management, financial planning, retirement planning for individuals and businesses, and much, much more. At Pinnacle, investing is treated like a commodity. Decisions are made using objective information and research, not emotions. So regardless of your level of wealth, Pinnacle sit down with you, listen to your goals, Study your expenses and put forth a comprehensive, detailed financial and retirement plan built just for you. It's mypinwealth.com. M-Y-P-I-N-N wealth.com. Podcast is brought to you by Johnson Hill Creamery, johnsonhillcreamery.com. Go to their website and shop right there online for most of their items. Also, their Instagram page has tons of photos and videos of their different offerings and classes and events coming up. And when Valentine's Day, right around the corner, a week from tomorrow, you can do the Valentine's Day pre-order, cannolis, macaroons, chocolate-covered strawberries, brown butter chocolate chip cookies, gift boxes, dessert boxes, and much more. You can pick those up between 10 and 5 on Valentine's Day. Again, jostonhillcreamery.com slash shop. And for a couple more weeks until Fat Tuesday, King Cake still available. They need 24 hours notice for those. Tons of flavors, including their most recent, the blueberry cheesecake that's been added to the menu. So jostonhillcreamery.com. That is just off Molly Bar in Oxford. You know, it's funny you said that. I mean, because, yes, he's, he's certainly a kid. He's getting manipulated by a lot of people around him. But it's a very, to me at least, it's a very clear line of demarcation of 
once they get in college and start manipulating NIL in ways mm-hmm. and fighting for the revenue sharing, at that point, I, I lose all sympathy. I go, nope, adult, sure. no. Uh-uh. Like, whatever you owe, you owe, and I, I have no patience for you at this point. And it's, look, it's difficult for kids just from mental standpoints because they've been given so much or manipulated and used in so much that, again, not doing the football's dead thing today because I know I keep saying it every freaking show. But at any point to regulate or do anything to pull it back, they're going to go into like culture shock because they're so used now to getting whatever they basically asked for that it's going to feel like this huge pull against them to even sort of pull, put anything back in the tube. I dare say a slippery slope. Oh, well, amen. I mean, like ice covered mountain going down with tennis shoes with no tread. Good luck. At some point. No question about it. You either pull back, you save the sport, or you don't, one way or the other. Yeah, not today, not tomorrow. Yeah, no. It's out there somewhere. It's right there. The people that fight you on that will go, look at the ratings. Okay. Okay. That's all I can say to it now is. Yeah, they're great today. No doubt. my, my, My deal is, I hope you're right. Because I hope they're right. Yeah. I hope it's healthy as a horse. I did find a message board thread fascinating the other day that the casual fan probably doesn't realize as much of a difference. It's the hardcore fan most affected. Because they're the ones locked in every day, and they, they're the ones who really wants to know everything, and there's nothing to know anymore. It's right. changed so much from that way. That turning hardcore fans into casual fans is a problem. Sure. Not the same money flowing into it the same way down the road, mm-hmm. all that kind of thing. So, But speaking of on the field, Texas and Oklahoma, looks like they've hit even more snags, probably going to be 2025 prior to joining the conference. So if nothing else, that 2024 schedule we talked about, that's probably going to be right for Ole Miss in, in, a, in a season or so. So, uh, or in a season. Um, you know, uh, I get why it's happened. I'm a little shocked. Are you not that everybody's hanging out in places they don't want to be for that extra year? Yeah. Yeah, I am. I am shocked. Um, Some of this is interrelated. I meant to write about this in 10 thoughts yesterday and then I got going and I never got to it until I realized that already published. There was a thread yesterday about um, the PAC 12 and the big 12. I think the Big 12 is still the reason they don't want to just wash their hands of Texas and Oklahoma and let them go is because they're working on some other things that they're hoping to have done in time by that, in time for when they leave. Like they can't get it done by 24, but they can get it done by 25. I think the Pac-12 is in peril, or the Pac-10 at this point is in peril. Um, Some of those schools in the Pac-10 are getting ready to bolt for the Big 12. Colorado, uh, Arizona, Arizona State, Utah. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to... How many? I, at, at least four and up to six. What is their number right now? Uh, they're, they're back to 12 after Oklahoma and Texas leave? I think so. And then they're going to add. They added four. That puts them at 16, which is sort of the magic number. And that would solidify them as another. And some of these. Capable. Well, like Stanford refuses to even listen to the Big 12 because of political stuff, which is being, you know, 
play dumb games, win dumb prizes. But now there's a sense that the Big Ten's not going to go Oregon, Washington, that suddenly their value's in in peril. Because, look, if you pull four or five teams out of the out of what's left of the Pac-10, there's nothing left. Suddenly you're adding San Diego State and Gonzaga and stuff just to try to flesh out your league. There's no money in it. And the sense is that if those schools came to the Big 12, that they could put a TV deal together that would at least allow them to be competitive. In other words, Chase, we're nowhere close to done with all the realignment stuff. Yeah. I mean, 14 game, fourteen teams as of the next couple of years prior to the movement. I was just making sure yeah, the number so They'll drop right. to 12, and, go and to then 16. they'll add four at minimum. The Big 12 without Texas and Oklahoma before they add Baylor, BYU, Cincinnati, Houston, Iowa State, Kansas, Kansas State, Oklahoma State, TCU, Texas Tech, UCF, West Virginia. Yeah, so if you add Colorado, Utah, Arizona, and Arizona State to that league, it's not so bad. It's okay. Yeah. Not so bad. You could you could sell that. Texas makes their return trip to, to uh, Tuscaloosa this uh, this fall, and then they picked up uh, BYU. Is that just BYU the only other new, in Houston? BYU and Houston will be conference games for Texas this uh Sure, year. they're thrilled. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you talk to anybody at Oklahoma, they'll tell you that they're kind of glad. Yeah, they wanted the time. They needed time. They have BYU, UCF. I guess just BYU and UCF added to theirs. Yeah, Oklahoma, UCF. So BYU, the only school playing both Oklahoma and Texas. Oklahoma and UCF is a conference game. Yeah. Cracks me up. So Oklahoma was something about night games or something. They were frustrated by the timing of the, what that game was going to be. They had some oh, frust- yeah. That. They had some frustration with when BYU was going to play the game or something. Austin says uh, thanks for the super chat. He says, "What does UT and OU staying till twenty twenty five mean for other potential expansion for the SEC? Really nothing. I think the SEC will add them in twenty twenty five and then." see how that shoe fits kind of get a feel for it before they decide what they want to do next watch the landscape i think they're perfectly comfortable at 16 for a little bit look the acc's got decisions to make over the course of the next well they sure is hell of a a few years i don't see the sec at this point going hey let's add washington and oregon i don't really think that makes a lot of sense so they'll probably sit and hold tight Everybody's got their eyes on the same schools. Everybody's waiting to see what Notre Dame does. The SEC would like for Notre Dame just to stick stick right where they it want is. them to be independent, stay where they are. That's sort of yeah. Sankey will be very nice to Swarbrick as far as of an course. independent standpoint. As long as Notre Dame's where they are, everything's kind of stable. If Notre Dame gets a wild hair and decides to join the Big Ten, you you've you've got to get serious because they're suddenly their TV deals really attractive. Oh, I mean Notre Dame's. We can all kid ourselves. Notre Dame is a very attractive thing of inventory. National fan base, the whole deal. Everything. If I told you Notre Dame's coming to town this year, oh, people are jacked in. up about it. Let's get real. Same as Texas. Hey, Texas is coming. Everybody's jacked. Yeah. Is what it is. 
hate on them all you want to. There are certain brands that are more exciting than others. If I tell people here, Tennessee's coming to town, you're more excited than you are if I tell you South Carolina's coming to town. Missouri's coming to town. Some brands are just bigger than others. Is what it is. Notre Dame's a hell of a big brand. And so if the Big Ten can add Notre Dame along with USC and UCLA, suddenly you got to answer it. And I don't really – there aren't been a handful of brands that Ole Miss – that Ole Miss, that the SEC could go get. North Carolina. You think overall brand, that's fine. Yeah, like I was watching their game against Duke the other night. It's – It's basketball. It is, but it's still a brand. North Carolina's a big brand. You yeah, know, sure. You know the brand. Yeah, sure. You know. Yeah, sure. I'll give that great. I'll give that game credit, even with Shashevsky not out there and stuff. It's still you flip it on. You're like, yeah, okay, I'll watch. I do find myself caring a little less about just glancing at them on TV without him, though. Well, I have been that way, except for that game. Yeah, yeah, sure. They're playing each other, and like, oh, this is going to be good. And it was. It was a good game. It was. I, and they're both fine, right? They're both. I mean, Carolina's in danger of not making the tournament. Oh, are they really? Yeah. But Duke's good. Duke's Duke's fine. Duke's fine. I don't know that any team in college basketball is like really much better than fine. There's some good teams. Like Purdue. I got after Purdue pretty good. That on was Saturday. a good game. Did you watch any of that? Yeah. Uh-huh. That's a good game. It's almost like basketball matters there. You think? Yeah. Number one, Purdue was coming to town. It was going to be a little bit of a deal at Assembly Hall. Yeah. It was. It was crazy. That was. That was a fun game. That's what I, I mean. I'm not not to get back into it. That's, did you read this? You have to make it fun. Did you read or follow this about the Illinois student section trying to go to Iowa last week? Oh yeah. Did you see this? Trying to get all the tickets and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it, it, it's a it's a lesson for PR is what it is, and how you want to phrase your truth in this because they played victim. So I think they're called the Orange Crush is the Illinois student section. That's correct. And for years, they have taken one road trip a year and gone to an opposing Big Ten school and done the whole deal and bought a ton of tickets and tried to kind of take over the arena or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. So this year, they chose Iowa. And they bought the tickets, bought them in a group. It was a bunch of tickets, like 500 and something or something. Uh-huh. And um, right before the game, Iowa cancels their tickets. So Illinois goes to social Illinois student section goes to social media and plays the victim and is going. They just didn't want us overtaking. I think it's Mackey or Reno or maybe that's Purdue, whatever, whatever their place is called. Right. And uh, come to find out later, the reason that that happened is that they bought the tickets under the guise that they were giving them to the boys and girls club of Champagne, <laughs> and they were bought them at discounted rates because they were charity tickets bought that way. Yeah. Apparently, they have done this at other schools in the past, not necessarily boys and girls clubs, but other charities that would buy discounted tickets, and they finally got caught. But instead of just admitting they got caught, they went on the offensive to Iowa like they were unfairly damaged because they were just going to wreak havoc inside uh, the arena there in Iowa City. Uh, Iowa then turned around and gave the tickets to the boys and girls clubs of Des Moines or Iowa City or somewhere to fill in the gap, but... Again, something that really, really matters, no, but I found it fairly humorous last week as yeah. it, 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 it played out. Um, Again, kids will be kids. Yeah, I'm not highly offended. No. I mean, there were some people that were highly offended. No. I went, okay, take a set of it. <laughs> yeah, come on. There are bigger problems in the world than this. It's going to be okay. I mean, there was a balloon going yeah, all the way fine. across the country. Shot it down. It's fine. <laughs> um, 
once it was safely off the East Coast. It's true. Um, almost probably, women had, last, probably had permission at that point. Almost women last night, sixty-eight four yesterday, sixty-eight forty-two over Florida. They now get their eighth SEC win of the season, which guarantees them at least five hundred in the league for the first time in back-to-back seasons since two thousand three, two thousand four. So note there. Probably gets them into the NCAA tournament, I would assume. Most of the time, you get 500 in the SEC oh, yeah. from a women's standpoint. They're a tournament in. team. Um, so they are now 19 and five, and I guess whatever in three, I think, in the SEC. I think that's right. Alabama, Auburn, and Tennessee are their losses. Still got to play LSU. Still got South and Carolina, Carolina, LSU. Yeah. I mean, it's the, 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 the road is yeah. it's complicated, but. I mean, no, she's done a hell of a good job. Did I know I'm asking you women's basketball questions? Did Carolina hold off UConn yesterday? Uh, believe it or not, I know this. Carolina, okay. <laughs> Carolina did beat UConn. They did. Mm-hmm. Okay, UConn was up for a while when I glanced, so I was not sure where that stood. Apparently, UConn's like without some of the best best players and stuff. This and I don't know. You can't break down the roster for me. I cannot. No, not no. You see where you got like the new super teams in the WNBA? Did you catch that last week? Um, Made some s- trades, the Liberty. Brianna Stewart went somewhere. Yeah, the Liberty and the Aces now have like two two super teams. Hmm. That'd be fun. Yeah. I asked a friend of mine, I was like, hey, can you explain this to me? Like I have any idea what's going on. And then it was explained. And I went, oh, okay. Yeah, I, I can. Now I understand how significant that is for that uh, that sport. Basically five all-stars on both teams. And it's just going to be like whatever it's going to be. Yeah, Ole Miss women, Kentucky at LSU, South Carolina, Missouri at Alabama is the close okay. the rest of the way. Is the tournament still in North Little Rock? It had been for a long time. Yeah, I didn't know if they were keeping it there. I've covered it there. Have you? You ever covered the women's tournament? I never have. Yeah. I've never been to that arena. I've passed Alto by Arena it. is what it used to be. I don't know what it's called now. I've, I've driven by the arena. That's the extent of my... Yeah, I have covered women's basketball SEC tournament in North Little Rock huh. over the years. Like twice, maybe two, three times. I have not. Yeah. Okay. Podcast brought to you in part by G and M Pharmacy six six two two three six two 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 two. They deliver locally in the Oxford area and they offer MedSaint for your prescriptions the same day each month and take care of you. They also will transfer your medications easily. You make one phone call, they take care of the rest. It's really easy with G and M or Tyson Drugs there in Holly Springs again to let them handle it. Six six two two three six two 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 two. Brought to you by John Edwards, Regency Travel Incorporated in Memphis. John's part of Virtuoso. It's a worldwide network of travel partners that allows John to supply his clients with added values, unique benefits, simply not available to other travelers. Get in touch with John. Give him some parameters and a budget. He'll give you options. He will help you create a uh, special trip that makes a lifetime of unique memories. You don't need to live in or near Memphis to take advantage of his services. Either 901-494-3387 or send him an email, jedwards.com at regencytravel.net. If you're coming to town, uh, basketball this weekend and baseball in a couple of weeks, are uh, you starting to head to town as the spring rolls around? Stop by Opa. It's uh, Oxford's newest Greek restaurant on the square. It's the perfect place to uh, go enjoy an afternoon and evening. Uh, great food, great craft libations as well at Opa uh, on the square in Oxford. I'll have a mailbag up on Wednesday. It's brought to you by Whitney McNutt of Tommy Morgan Incorporated Realtors, serving you for all of your real estate needs in Oxford and Tupelo. She sells condos, land, commercial, and residential family homes, 662-567-2573 or 662-842-3844. We'll have one final edition of Neil's Picks uh, this weekend. There's a game that's getting played, I'm told. Uh, 
brought to you by a service specialist, staffing, and recruiting agency. They've been connecting great job opportunities to candidates since 1967. If you're on the job hunt, if you're seeking an entry-level position, or you're a seasoned professional, they've got opportunities across the board. IT, engineering, dentistry, accounting, law, manufacturing, human resources, uh, or more. It's always free for the candidates, so get in touch with uh, Will, Sydney, or Kelsey at 662-832-5138, or check out their new and improved website, servicespecialistltd.com. Don't just accept what you see, but imagine something new. Step forward, chase after a better version of yourself. Every day, Corinth Dental is helping people reinvent themselves one smile at a time. Dr. Bubba McQueen, Dr. Jenny Beth Hinder are devoted to restoring and enhancing the natural beauty of your smile using conservative state-of-the-art procedures, including Invisalign. These clear aligners are the virtually invisible way to improve your smile. So call Corinth Dental today for a no-cost digital scan of your teeth. Let them show you the way to a straighter, healthier smile. 12 months, no interest, no down payment financing available at CorinthDental.com. And we're brought to you by Southern Traditions Farm. It's a 68-acre, 32-stall, upscale equestrian training and boarding facility in Canton, Mississippi. Two sand rings, a grass ring, miles of wooded trails. There's a lot offered at Southern Traditions Farm. Also a great place for uh, meetings, get-togethers, parties. So check them out on Facebook or Instagram at Southern Traditions Farm. Podcast also brought to you by N.E. Spark, S-P-A-R-C, service people across rural communities, two packages, the Ignite, the 100 Mbps, or the Blaze, the one gig that powers the Clark Ford Studio. Your hometown team bringing you world-class broadband. That's anyspark.com, 662-238-3159. Phone service, parental controls, network security, wireless mesh extender if you need that extra help, and much more. So, again, 662-238-3159. Yes, you mentioned the Super Bowl, Chiefs-Eagles, Sunday, 5.30-ish for, uh, for that one. <sighs> I'm not to your level for different reasons, but I don't have some great anticipation either at all. No. I mean, it's like pulling for the Eagles, but sure. Yeah, whatever. Like I said, Sirianni's kind of a jackass. I like A.J. Brown, obviously. I mean, I mean it might be it, one of those deals where at 8 o'clock. You're going to watch. I don't know. Someone's going to have to tell me, hey, it's competitive. You want to see this. Or, hey, the Chiefs are about to lose. That might be how. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Neil, Chiefs are down 21. You want to see this? Mahomes is crying on the sideline. Sign me up. Okay. What's the line? I don't even know. I've been truly checked out on it. By the way, the Pro Bowl thing, just stop. Stop. There's no reason to be even doing this. You're kind of admitting the quiet part out loud when you do it the way they did it. You're kind of saying our game's too dangerous to play. Stop. Just don't play it. They thought more people would at least be involved in the game, right? I guess so. That was the goal, was people show up more if we're not doing that. Maybe so. But uh, it's it's not a good look. Philadelphia minus one and a half. Okay. Over under 49 and a half. Kind of like the under. How big of a deal was this? I mean, we can talk about it tomorrow because I'm not educated enough to actually have a conversation on it. But how big of a deal was this Man City charges finance thing? I haven't seen that. Have you not seen this? No. Man City charged by Premier League for multiple financial fair play breaches, over 100 breaches over a nine-year period oh. that they did not disclose the correct financial oh. 
right. items. Feels significant. The commission will be held in private and can impose open-ended sanctions, which could include fines, point deductions, or relegation. Oh. Now, there that would be a extreme. Uh, they could limit what they can do in transfer windows. Oh. Which is free agency. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. They lost yesterday. Saw that. Did I they? Wa- I watched the whole game. Oh, okay. Did yeah. they lose to? Tottenham. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's a good game. Uh, like I'm five years old. Is this uh, Kyrie to the Mavericks thing good for the Mavs? Well, it's exciting as hell. It's interesting. I mean, they Ky- gave a ton up. Gave a ton, ton. up. A ton. It, he's a free agent after this season. He could walk. Um, they move Spencer Dinwiddie, uh, Dorian Finney-Smith, a future one, and some some twos. The twos aren't a big deal. The one is unprotected, so it could end up being. Worth Anything, a ton yeah. or worth nothing. Mm-hmm. Nobody knows. Because there's a big difference in the NBA draft and the 22nd pick and the third pick, right? I mean, huge. Um, now, Kyrie's a hell of a good basketball player. And he takes some pressure off Luka in a playoff s- setting. When Luka comes off the floor, Tyre- Kyrie can carry an offense, which has been Dallas's problem. Yeah. It's been like, hey, Luca, go win the series. And by the end of the series, Luca's like, I'm tired. They're two and a half back of the three, but they're one and a half ahead of missing the whole damn thing. Yeah, I mean, the the West is just this, just just junk, just junk. Like, I wrote this in Ten Thoughts because it was kind of interesting. I find it interesting because I follow one of the teams along with my son that is in this. Well, and they're and they're fun right now because. Losses don't matter because if they lose, you're like, hey, that helps the lottery pick. And when they win, you're like, well, they're kind of in this. But they're only a game out of the play-in and only two games out of like ninth. So in the the West, Denver's the one and they're comfortably the one. Memphis is the two and they're comfortably the two. After that, the Kings, Clippers, Suns, Mavericks, Timberwolves, Warriors, Pelicans, Jazz, Trailblazers, Thunder, and Lakers are all separated by a total of five games. And all but the Lakers by four. Yeah. The Thunder are 25 and 27. They are right now the 12. They're a game ahead of the Lakers. The Thunder are two games back of the six. Which is Dallas. And three games back of the four, which is the Clippers. And just four games back of the three, which is the Kings. And then on the bottom, the Spurs and the and the Rockets are doing plenty of tanking. They're trying to get Victor Wimanyama. Yeah. Which you can't really fault them for. No, I don't fault them at all. I mean, I had sort of hoped that the Thunder would do that, but the Thunder, as I saw early in the season, are too good. They're too good to tank at that level. And then it's essentially a three-team race for the one in the East. The Celtics have a one-game lead on the Bucks, who are then one and a half ahead of the 76ers. And they're the three teams in the East that look like title contenders. What's funny about this Brooklyn thing is they're 32-20. and 20. Well, some will argue that by adding Dinwiddie, who's a point guard, and by adding Finney Smith, who's a very good defender who can shoot the ball, that it might make Brooklyn an overall better team. And they certainly... And I don't know where all the distractions come from. I I don't know whether it's because that's – the following is not political. 
Kyrie's stance on the vaccine is going to be a lot more popular in Texas than it is in Brooklyn. And he always brings something with him. There's always something. There's always something around Kyrie. He's also one hell of a basketball player. He requested a trade three days ago, and then he's in Dallas two days after that. Everybody thought he would end up with the Lakers, but the Lakers just couldn't make that work. The only way the Lakers could do it was including Russell Westbrook's contract, and Brooklyn was not going to do that because that was going to bring the circus to Brooklyn. Crazy stat here. Durant and Irving played just 74 games together over three-plus seasons in Brooklyn. Durant, Irving, and Harden, which is what this thing was supposed to be at the very beginning, mm-hmm. played 16 games together only. Now, they went 13-3 and three in those 16. As, as as the Athletic pointed out, there is an alternate universe there where you go, hmm. Oh, sure. But, alas. Well, then the not. vaccine thing happened. Yeah, and it all just went. I mean. It's crazy. The vaccine thing is what prevented that deal from happening. Yeah, most draft analysts are give or not draft trade analysts, NBA analysts are giving the Nets a higher grade than the Mavs in the trade. Okay, I'm just going to say this. Yeah, sure. Most NBA writers really despise Kyrie because of the vaccine stance. That's you just have to throw a lot of it out. Kyrie Irving is by far the best player in that trade. The odds of that pick being a player who's better than Kyrie Irving are infinitesimal. Yeah, sure. Kyrie Irving is a championship-level player. Might be a bad person. I don't know. At some point, and I keep waiting for this to happen, and it's never going to happen, apparently. When When do we stop villainizing these people who turned out they were right? Kyrie Irving was right. About the vaccine. He didn't need it. Novak Djokovic was right about the vaccine. He did not need it. He stood his ground. At what point do we go, hey, you know what? You were right. Why can't we say that out loud? This is, I guess, this is me getting on the border of political here, but I don't mean to. I mean, it's, it's, but it's the problem with, with Kyrie. The judgment is made, oh, well, he was a bad guy because he wouldn't get vaccinated. Not a bad guy because he strangled a woman. Not a bad guy because he got accused of rape. Not a bad guy because he, he was... That was my question. Is there, what else is around him? I mean, I know he believes some crazy shit, but otherwise, yeah, I mean, whatever. Yeah, so what? Yeah. That's not affecting him in a locker room. Nobody cares if the earth is flat or round in the locker room. Right. I mean, and, and the odds that he actually yeah. really truly... I mean, I'm making yeah, right. But, I mean, he was, he's one of... He's a little, a little, and by the way, that first round pick's in 29. It's not like it's tomorrow. Right. So we could, I mean, that's what I mean. It could, Who knows it what could end up being is. the first pick in the draft or could end up being the last pick of the first round. Yeah. It's unprotected. Most, most draft picks that get traded have protections on them. Mm-hmm. This one's unprotected. It's so it makes it interesting. It also makes Brooklyn for Brooklyn. It becomes a very valuable asset for future trades. But, yeah, who knows? Can they coexist on the floor together? Can they figure out chemistry in the next 24, 25 games? Does if, that make them a legitimate championship contender? If they have, Dallas? If they're symbiotic on the floor? Yeah. Sure. Two superstars. I mean, you have arguably the best scorer in the game, and now he has a legitimate helper that you have to protect. You have to guard. You have to defend Kyrie. Now, is Kyrie willing to be Robin at times? I don't know. He thinks very highly of his game. 
But if he's every once in a while willing to defer to Luca, yeah, sudden, I mean, there's one ball. But suddenly, in a seven-game series, the Mavericks are interesting because Luca can go get two games in a series by himself. He can. I mean, they're two or three guys in this league that right now. And look, Golden State just found out they're going to go without Steph for two months. I mean, the West is wide open. I mean, they were rocking right around 500 anyway. But yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, Denver's the one, but nobody watches Denver and goes, oh, that, that's that's an unbeatable team. Memphis is the two. I, I kind of think Memphis is the best team in the West, but Memphis does some stuff sometimes where you're like, are they ready? Like the Dylan Brooks thing the other night was just so stupid. Mm-hmm. Are y'all ready for this? Because you're going to have a target on you now. You're not going to be the little engine that could, the way that they kind of were last year with the free shot in the playoffs. Now you're the two seed. You're going to have home games. Everyone's going to be pointing at you. So, you know, I mean, if you had a, a Memphis-Dallas series, Dylan Brooks is a terrific defender. Who does he guard, Luka or Kyrie? So it would be it would be interesting. And for Dallas, it's a real gamble because if Kyrie decides that after the season's over, he don't want to stay there, well, he bolts. You'd have a lot of money off your books at that point. You could yeah, sure. do something. Just a random comment here as I was clicking around to see if I was missing anything. The Arizona Diamondbacks have three of the top eight prospects in baseball. Yeah. I don't know what they'll do with it, but three of the top eight, three of the top eight. Just haven't noticed it. I don't know. What's the Cubs farm system like these days? Oh, it's better. I think someone has them at six. It's got a lot of... um, The Orioles have three of the top 17, including number one. They're... They've done a really, really good job. I put it in 10 thoughts. I, if I was looking for an American League team, I like Atlee Rutschman. Is that how you say his name? Yeah, the yeah more, Atlee the, Rutschman. Yeah. The more I read about him, the more I like him. They had their fan fest thing, and some of their players went to a bar and just like chugged beers with fans. And Did it was, they really? Yeah, it was fun. It was funny. They're this young, kind of exciting team. And he's he's the real deal. He's he's an exceptional player. They do kind of gravitate like I gravitate toward them a little bit where mm-hmm. it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of good young players, guys that are some college names you sort of know. Sure. There's a certain Yeah, no, they're kind of fun. There's an ease to them. Yeah. They're kind of fun to watch. Battling the big bad red, you know, Yankees and Red Sox and the whole deal. And yeah. It's Okay, yeah, don't 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 hate it at all. It I think it the is. Cubs farm system was ranked sixth. They've got a bunch of guys, single A, double A, that are really highly thought of. They don't have many guys that are like ready to go yet, but they've got a bunch of guys in the bottom of the system that people are pretty excited about. Are you in? I mean, I'm always in. I've okay. been in my whole life. I mean, right. I try to get out, but I'll watch them. They're going to be better this year. Quickly, uh, they're not a contender, but they'll be better. Quickly going around the league from uh, from Saturday, Vanderbilt obviously over Ole Miss seventy four seventy one. Neil alluded to it. Tennessee beats Auburn forty six forty three. 
in a game where no one could hit a three and everybody played defense. And uh, and that one, Tennessee now eight and two in the SEC, Auburn seven and three. It was a weird watch. Yeah. I watched it and it was a weird watch because on one hand, you're like, these two teams are really good and they're kind of fun to watch. And on the other hand, it was just so slog. Missing tons of bunnies. Like it was just, it was a weird game. Yeah. It, well, because you look up with like eight minutes left and I went, I think I kind of said out loud to nobody. Auburn can't get to fifty. Like I sort of was watching it. Went wow. Okay, oh, yeah. yeah, they can't get to fifty. This no. is this is this is weird. Um, LSU just kind of took Alabama. Just kind of took care of LSU. It was not overly fun or interesting or anything else. But they win seventy nine sixty nine there in Baton Rouge. LSU played well. Arkansas survived a death nail mm-hmm. in Columbia, South Carolina, winning sixty five sixty three over the Gamecocks. They kept building a lead, and then they would take the foot off the gas and. Carolina's got that one kid, Jackson, I think that's his name. Gigi. Yeah, Gigi Jackson. He's he can play. Yeah. And their crowd kind of got into it a little bit and they hey, they played with they played with fire. They did. But they survived it. Yeah. Now they get they get a free shot at Kentucky on Tuesday. Mississippi State wins their third game in a row, beating Missouri 63-52 in, uh, in Starkville. Missouri kind of no-showed, and it was... And State looked good. And State played well. Now, they're only 3-7 and seven in the SEC. But they're net. They're 15-8 and eight overall. And they're 46 in the yeah, net. They are all over the bubble. Even at... Don't you got to get to at least 8-10, and 10, though? Probably. I mean, you 7-11 and is not good. I wouldn't yet. think... A and M went beating uh beating up Georgia pretty good, eighty two fifty seven in college station. A and M's really good. Yeah. They're eight and two now in the SEC. And then uh Kentucky holding off Florida seventy two sixty seven at Rupp on uh on Saturday. Wildcats seven and three in the SEC, Florida six and four. So uh Florida gets the win over Tennessee at home earlier in the week and then uh just kind of just misses out. Played pretty well, but missed out on a win. Here's what's Kentucky. interesting. And this is why I miss people like I wish Ole Miss were far more competitive because this would be fun if you were one of these teams who you're covering them. The net, Tennessee's two, Alabama's three, Arkansas, Auburn, Kentucky, 29-30-31. Texas A&M is 41. Florida's 43. Mississippi State's 46. Missouri's 48. Those are all tournament contending bubbles. I mean, at this point, Tennessee, Alabama, Arkansas, Auburn, Kentucky, and A&M are probably all in. Mm -hmm. And that might be all that get in. But Florida, Mississippi State, Missouri can all make cases. Everybody else has a shot. Got to go win. And then after after that, the fall is, here's the problem for the league. And it's why those those teams we just talked about, they all look at these games and go, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. Like Arkansas with South Carolina the other day. Vandy is 108, Ole Miss is 125, Georgia's 127, LSU's 137, and South Carolina with an NBA player is 276. 276. So you lose to one of those teams as a bubble team, and you're done. And you look up, and I mean, like, LSU's playing hard still. Mike's team's playing hard. Kermit's team's playing hard. South Carolina played hard. Yeah, like Florida cannot lose to Ole Miss in Gainesville on February the 15th. No. no. Got to win the basketball game. So you play tight. State can't lose to Ole Miss in Oxford. No. has to Must, they, must come to Oxford and win. And Ole Miss typically wins that game at home. Yeah. 
And then on senior day, a game that Missouri, if they're still in this at all, uh, Ole Miss heads to Columbia on the final day of the regular season. You got to win. SEC Network, by the way, the network for all of Ole Miss's remaining games except for A&M. Kind of an odd thing there as I'm staring at it. Who is it this weekend? Is it Carolina? It's Carolina. February the 11th. Noon. I am thrilled about the noon part. Wednesday, February 15th, Florida, 530 on a, on a central on a Wednesday night. And then Mississippi State, Saturday, February the 18th, 230 central in Oxford. So. basketball gods starting to like me a little bit. They 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 feel like they've punished me yeah. enough. And that's that game. Like I said, I'm not picking on basketball, but I've just always pointed to because baseball plays at 1.30 that afternoon on that Saturday. There won't be 1,500 people there. Ole Miss probably will do some national championship stuff that day because it's the first Saturday of the season. Sure. As is their right. I mean, Sure. Yeah. It's when I would do it. Yeah, it is what it is. So. I mean, it's – People are like, why don't you put a hot board out? Because it's unprofessional. It's disrespectful. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But I wrote about names. Yeah, there's plenty. Of, I, I wrote about names on Sunday. Everybody's aware. Um, if I were Ole Miss at this point, I would be searching for a soft landing. Yeah. I would be trying to figure out a way to take all the, you know, like the, the, the Red Cup Rebellion thing I wrote about. It was and talked about. It was why is he still coaching? What's the what? What do you what do you gain from firing him in February? Mm-hmm. What what's what's the benefit there? Right. And what does that What does that prove? Nothing, because you still can do some back channels and stuff. You need to do. They're, they're, they're doing yeah. back channels now. I mean, yeah. come on, they everyone everyone knows the score. But you know he's. Yeah, Kermit's not an idiot. He gets it. No, he gets it, but he's not done anything to deserve being humiliated. No. All right, uh, more football tomorrow and some other things as uh, as well. Back up with you on Tuesday morning, so appreciate by the stream, listening wherever you are. Again, Brian will have a podcast out later today. Got more stuff coming out on the network as well. So uh, hope you have a wonderful day. We'll talk to you again in the morning. The headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine, stop noticing, but you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over three million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour three-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com.